Hello and welcome to another episode of On Another Note with Doug and Judy. And on this episode, I thought that since we're recording on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. that um, we would hi- I would highlight you. And, oh. I, and I know every time I, I say something about, oh, I'm sorry I haven't done anything for you for Mother's Day, <laughs> your response is always... Well, I'm not your mother. <laughs> which is very true. You're not my mother. No. Um, but, but sometimes I feel like I should do something to... But you did. You made me a lovely you. hummingbird cake. I did make you a hummingbird cake. You did. It was really good. And it's tough to make. Let me tell you, right now, it's tough to make hummingbird cakes because... It's hard to find hummingbirds. It's hard to find hummingbirds, <laughs> and it takes a lot of... Think about it. They're a little small thing. I mean, by the time you clean one, there's not a whole lot left. It takes a lot to make a, a cake. Don't don't listen to him. <laughs> it was delicious. It was really good. I had to add extra, like, pecans and pineapple to stretch it. Yeah. You know? Okay. To we, make... We anyway. Did. Uh, we digress. We do. So I wanted to ask, actually, I wanted to talk to you about a, a specific project that you've been involved with for how long now? Two years? Oh, no. This is going on four years now. Really? It's been that long? It's been that long. Four years. Yeah. It's, it will starting, be starting for four years. So Judy has a blog that she writes uh, very regularly. Um, I've tried blogging a couple of different times. Um, and... I'm still trying one, but I'm just not very regular. I was trying to write once a week, and uh, my first blog was about Uber driving. And once I cycled through funny Uber experiences, I kind of ran out of material. So That's I haven't right. done that for a while. And, uh, yeah, so. But well, my, and my goal originally was to write something every day just mm-hmm. to get into the habit of writing. And I did pretty well for a while, but then in the last year or so, things have gotten extraordinarily busy, and it's right. just it's just hard to write every day. So I guess my first question for you is, what what led you to start writing a blog? I mean, why was that something you felt like you wanted to do? Um, I, you know, I was thinking about that when you asked me about this a little bit ago, and I think it was because... Um, I, I was on the state board for music education and I was required to write um, articles every once in a while. Okay. And so uh, I just would try to find something that had happened um, that I could write about that I could tie into music or whatever it might happen to be. And I think what got me going was that I actually got some really positive feedback about it. Okay. And, um, you know, I had people saying, you know, you should write. So it wasn't like, I mean, I like to write, and mm-hmm. but I think it was that encouragement and feedback from friends and, you know, where I thought, well, maybe I can do this. This is kind of fun. Okay. And then what kinds of, I guess, for me, you know, I was always trying to write something that I thought was funny because that's just, that's just me. You're a funny guy. Oh, I well, I try to be anyway. Yeah. But what kinds of things uh, inspire you, I guess, to write or how do you... How do you find, I know you like to, to write centered around music education or music, but how do you look for those inspirations or ideas to start with, to start an, a blog entry? Um, you know, I get to thinking about that too. And um, I think it, it, it's really a lot like choosing music for me. So if I'm listening to a lot of different music and I'm having to choose something for a choir or whatever, as I'm listening to it, if it doesn't elicit some kind of emotional response, a personal, like a visceral kind of feeling, 
from it, then it's not worth doing. And so when I choose music for my kids, I, I need something that makes me feel something so I can make them feel something. And so my writing is the same way. If it's uh, an issue in education, if, if it's something that's happening in my classroom that day, if it's something that's happening within the culture or anything, it's expanded. It's not just about music, although mm -hmm. I try to tie it into music. But um, for me, it has to be something that has hit a, hit a nerve. So what you're saying is it's hard for you to write. To just Like if I just pulled a, a, talk, a topic out of a hat, or just suggested a topic to you, unless you felt a real connection to it, you wouldn't write. I, I would have to really think about it. But I think it's writing from the emotion that makes it easier. I can just sit down and write. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I talked to a friend of mine about my writing and she was impressed about how much I write. And her, her take on it was um, that that just gets you you know, writing should be like, a, it's a job, right? You get up every day and you write something and it keeps you in practice and it, it keeps you, um, your skills sharp. And so I okay. did that, but it's hard to just go, hmm, what do I want to write about today? Which is why it's been kind of difficult during um, this pandemic thing, because I'm not getting out and experiencing other things. Like, right. like I normally would. And so right. it's, it's, it's been harder to write. I mean, I guess you can write about COVID-19 and we've had several episodes yeah. <laughs> of our podcast about COVID-19. In fact, we were taking a left turn and getting away from it. Yeah. Uh, and I've been trying, trying to, to do that with the writing too. Because it's just everywhere. I mean, on television, it's yeah, and, nonstop. And it's depressing. Yeah. And so I keep thinking, oh, I need to write about something that's a little more uplifting, but... Yeah, so that's where it comes from. Okay. And then, um, so once you get a topic, mm -hmm. you have kind of a, have you come up with a formula that you use? Or is it, is it completely organic? You just start typing and you edit as you, I've kind of watched you do it, mm -hmm. kind of edit as you go. Mm -hmm. um, and then typically I get to hear the blog. Well, yeah, I read need to, I need in to, your voice before anybody else with the gets inflections, to read it. just right. the way I want exactly. them. Like, and as I read it, if it doesn't have the inflection that I want in in the words, mm -hmm. then I have to add things. Like, I'll put something in bold or italics or you know parentheses, or if I want to emphasize something or whatever. Like, hey, this because, is important. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> hey, this is important. Um, and so that's. That's how I want to con I, I want to convey my my voice to you through the words is okay. I, want, I want emphasis there. Um, but uh, you were asking about the like the formula kind of thing. I am going to give credit to a teacher I had at a community college in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Oh, I know who this is. And um, I'll be honest with you. I had gone through a class, um, a freshman English or whatever. Uh, at at another university before this with some GTA who gave me a D in writing. And oh. I was like floored. Well, I'm sure you did not earn that D. He was a putz. But anyway, <laughs> but I was pretty well convinced that I couldn't write. And this lovely woman showed us how to 
um, organize our thoughts and, mm -hmm. you know, to have that beginning and middle and ending and tying the, the, the beginning with the ending and, you know, how do you create a title to go with that and get someone's attention and it, just how to organize all of that. And so anytime I write something, I'm thinking how she taught us to do that. You know, some little night class I took way back when, you know, boy, she was a good teacher. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I use. And, and it is, sometimes it's written in my head already. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if, if the topic has really hit emotionally, it's already in my head. I've already scripted it. I know how I'm going to begin it and end it and all that. And it just comes and it just kind of flows. And sometimes I have to mess with it a little bit, but. Do you find, I know there are times where you'll start, you'll start an entry and then mm -hmm. you'll say, hey, you know, this isn't going anywhere. Um, I'm just, I'm not going to finish it. Yes. Do you ever find that you can go back and then develop that idea? Have you tried that? I have. And right now I think I have 25 different entries sitting in my blog that I've started and have not finished. Oh, so they're like, like, um blog fragments yes they're, they they yeah. are or sometimes they're just titles okay yeah but right now i think i've got like 25 of them i did i was unaware <laughs> didn't yeah. know there were that many I, I put two of them in this week blogs. actually <laughs> okay yeah very good i have scraps yeah all right um yeah i didn't really write a script of questions i thought i had a mm -hmm. few you know what what would be some of your favorite topics that you've written about there have been a couple that have really hit a nerve, um, and it's, it has surprised me. Um, after the floods in Nebraska last year, I wrote, I just wrote what I was, what I was feeling. It was a really interesting thing. Um, and I had over 5,000 people read this thing. I had people from all over the country. And, and the one that I remember the most is I had a woman from New Zealand who wrote That's not me, in the U.S. I know that. Um, <laughs> Unless we've made it a state. No. Have we made it a state yet? <laughs> I wish. But anyway, um, but from New Zealand, and she said, I've never been to Nebraska, but it sounds like people from Nebraska are wonderful people, and I wish you all the best. It was something, nice. something like that. And it was really, really cool. And um, I actually had, and I wrote that back in March of last year. I think that's when the floods were. And um, just this week, someone else read it. Wow. And so people are still reading it. A year later, they'll catch it from somewhere. I can't tell you how many times it was shared. And somehow it just hit a nerve. And I'm not sure why those things happen. Sometimes they just do. I thought, well, I think any kind of stories that are about, um, well, I shouldn't say story, but any, any kind of idea about human connection mm. and humans doing good work for other humans without. Um, any kind of expectation for mm -hmm. reciprocity or anything, you're just doing it right. to help someone. Um, I think people are drawn to that. People are looking for a good story. Oh, right now, definitely looking oh, for yeah. a good story. Yeah, and that's what's been hard about this one because it's hard to find, because I'm not, not out and about in things, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to see the good stories and to experience the good stories sometimes. And so... Right. It's it's hard to just make yeah. that up by watching TV. Yeah, know? otherwise you're just retelling what people have already seen on exactly. CNN or whatever. Yeah. Now Judy is very modest, but um, 
I asked her a while ago, I said, you know, I haven't really studied up your readership or anything for a while. What can you tell me? She said, well, I've had people read my blog from every continent except for Antarctica. Yeah. So what do we have to do to get someone from Antarctica to read your <laughs> blog? I mean, you know. It's, um, it's amazing. I'm, the Internet is, you, you don't realize how connected we are. Mm -hmm. until you start seeing things and people from India are reading your blog mm -hmm. or from Ireland or I haven't had a lot from South America um, Brazil I had some uh, at the beginning um, but I get a lot from um, France and uh, um, and Ireland um, and uh, I, I get a lot from I hate to say this I get a lot from China Okay. I do, and it's kind of, and when I say a lot. Well, as long as they aren't sending the blog back to you exactly. without washing their hands, I'm good with I it. I think we're good. And so it's not like percentage-wise, it's not a lot, but for me, it's kind of like, oh, wow. I mean, I think at one point there were like 40 or forty or more different countries who'd read my blog. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, man, they must be really bored. That's I don't really, know. But that's cool. <laughs> that, that, Yeah, and I know people share your stuff through social media mm -hmm. and and I'm sure that helps uh, yeah. get get readers um, what is something you've found I know that a lot of times when you finish writing you'll run a title toward me yeah. or, or by me uh, and we'll talk about it but what have you found I know sometimes there are blogs that you write that you think wow this is a really good entry and then you don't get the readership you think you would you're going to get yeah. and then others really surprise you and and you seem to think it may be the title grabs people's attention that gets yeah, them in yeah i wonder sometimes. if that's not not it because and that's the thing you you need something to grab people to start with but i i think it's it's hard to tell mm -hmm. because i'll have people will come to me later and say I read this blog on blah 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 and loved it mm -hmm. and um, my data showed nothing and so I'm not sure the data catches everything and a lot of times for me it's like if I put it on Facebook um, I'm looking for a reaction what did you think what what, what are your thoughts yeah. whatever and people are reading it they're just not responding right. and so it, it won't be till later till someone says why I read that and I really connected with it or something. And it's like, oh, I didn't even know you were reading. That That's the thing. There were so many people that I don't know that are reading it. Mm -hmm. And they'll say something to me later. They're you know, passive readers. They are passive readers. <laughs> I, and that's fine. I, I'm, I'm glad that people are, are reading it. I, yeah. I, at this point, it's a need for me. I just need to write. And, you, and why do you feel like you need to write? What's, what is it that you think? I don't know. I think I'm one of these like fixer people. Um, <laughs> and if I can write something that will fix something that will make things better for kids or teachers or whatever it is, I, I, that's why I think I do it. Like, okay. not that I think that I have all the answers, but just something to think about. Or maybe for people who aren't in education, they go, oh, I didn't realize this was happening or I hadn't thought about it that way or, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm not a doctor. I don't know what it feels like to be in the middle of whatever they do. And so I'm sure there are others who don't understand what we do. Now I'm going to use a, a 20th century 
term, Uh-oh. kind of a millennial term, I think sometimes. But so, do you? Is it something where you you started this aspiring to become a? And forgive me, everybody. Quote influencer, or is it, <laughs> or is it more of something where you you're benefiting from the creative process of sitting and writing? Follow me. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Uh, I'll be honest with you. There's a little ego involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that people like to read it, or yeah. or at least they say they like. Well, to. everybody likes to have their work appreciated. Um, but for me, it's just. I think too being like being an introvert, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to talk to people about these things, but it's really easy for me to write about them. And so okay. it's 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 an outlet. It's a way for me to express myself and not have to talk to a person. That makes sense. Yeah. I enjoy reading them. Um sometimes yeah. I get a little embarrassed by, you know, and I and it's not like <laughs> it's not like you don't write about me and not tell me, which is nice. Yeah. Um but it's it's always interesting when I show up. In the yeah, blog. well, you're you're it's part probably, of what I. None yeah. of it's probably true, but it's mm-hmm. nice that you know Judy thinks that I'm the way she describes in the blog. I don't. Well, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. Again, I don't write about something <laughs> unless it touches me emotionally. So yeah. there you go. Okay. Yeah. So if someone is out there and maybe they're toying with the idea of writing a blog. Mm-hmm. What would be some some uh, advice you would give? The easiest advice I've got is just to start. Get some paper and pencil. Get a computer. Just write. Just start writing. It doesn't matter what it is. The thing, it's like anything else. It's like if you want to clean out a closet, you've got to start with something. Oh, cleaning closets. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but you've got to at least do a shelf. And then that kind of motivates you to do some more. And I think that's the way it is with writing, too. Um, and I think you'll find your voice. Um, I, when I read some of my early writing, oh, boy. How long do you think it took you to, mm. I mean, do you feel comfortable about your voice now? I'm still tweaking it. That's the cool okay. thing about it is mm. that it can always be better. Yeah. Um, I, it, because it, the fact that I can look back at my first or second year and go, Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have written it this way, or I would have mm. twisted around, or I would have done this, or whatever. I mean, there's always room for improvement, and so it's it's just it's fun, and it's challenging, and it's it keeps your brain working. And, okay. Yeah. And you're using WordPress. I am. Would you suggest people? It's okay. Go that way, it, or? but not being very tech savvy. You know, I'll have to talk to you if I want to change <laughs> or where I do this or do yeah. a little research or something. But it's it's not getting. The workout, uh, especially on social media, the way I would like it to be, and so I just need to find something that's a little more, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what would, what kind of, uh, and and maybe we've already kind of touched on this, but if you're going to give advice to people about what to write about, it has to be something you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. It has to be something that you feel something for. Don't try to make it up. Don't try to just, okay, I'm going to write about dogs. Great. Okay. <laughs> but you've never had a dog in your life. I mean, it just it makes I no sense. I love dogs. Write about, write about your kids. Write about cooking. Write about, you know, your passion for cars. Write about, I mean, whatever it is that that gives you kicks, That's I think that's what you write about. That's Otherwise, it's going to be fake. It's phony. It's not. It's not going to be real. 
There you go. There it is. There it is. I think that's pretty much the button. All right. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Nobody's ever asked me these things before. Well, I just thought the I thought it would be a, a good time. So uh, if I were looking for your blog, where mm -hmm. would I find it? Well, all you have to do is look up musicteachermidlifemusing.blog, and you should be able to find all of my There you go. We can also we'll have it in the description of the episode. Yeah. Uh, and then that way people can find it. Absolutely. That's on another note with Doug. And Judy. You can find on another note with Doug and Judy on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple iTunes. Also check us out on social media, on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening.